Hey guys, welcome back to Art Ballad. Today we are going to just kind of shoot the shit, talk about how we challenge ourselves as artists, what we do, how we go about that, and a challenge that we are doing together this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just wanted to have uh, an episode about like, what do we do to challenge ourselves as artists, and then a specific one, yeah, mm -hmm. like you said, and we'll get to that in the latter half, so stick around for that, because that'll be really fun, especially... If you like reading or want to read more than you have been. Um, yeah. But as for how we challenge ourselves as artists, um, I have a little small, a little small list. Um, and the first thing on the list for me is, is reading. Some of these things that I want to talk about are like really like natural things. And then some of them are, are things where you'd have to push yourself. Because I think that challenging yourself as an artist or person can be things that you do on a daily basis that don't seem like a lot of work. Right. Because I think like when people think of the word challenge, it's mm -hmm. like, this is going to suck or this is going to be difficult or whatever. And I definitely think there's some truth to that. But I also think that... Um, let me change reading... For, let me change it from reading to consuming media. Let's, let's do that. So whether it be movies um, or TV, reading, whatever. I mean... I don't know, it's different, because, whatever, I was gonna say, it's kind of different, because, like, I could watch something to relax, and it's just, like, turning my brain off. Right. But I read stuff sometimes for escapism, too, that's not to challenge myself, like, sometimes, um, but yeah, most of it'll be, I guess, what I'm thinking of right now is reading, and so that if you just have, like, a daily practice, for, for me, a daily practice of, like, reading stuff, some of that stuff could be poetry, some of that stuff could be magazines, um, and those magazines could be, like, writing-related or art-related or whatever, and they might not necessarily challenge me. They might inspire me or give me good ideas or, like, um, sometimes they can challenge you or just challenge your, your mode of thinking or whatever. And then, again, depending on the books you're, you're reading, that's just, like, a daily practice thing <clears throat> that you could um, use to challenge yourself. Um, or I guess that, that I, that I do, because we're talking about specifics on, on what we do. Um, I think something that I've thought of before, but I haven't really done is, I mean, you could set up a challenge for yourself, right? So doing like a drawing a day, mm -hmm. that's like some people just do like, or just like five minutes of something or like writing every day. Um, I think that those practices for me are really difficult to do daily Oh, but I mean, if you just set aside five minutes, but sometimes where that five minutes, that's my challenge. Mm -hmm. Where is that five minutes going to go? Because if it's the last thing I do at the end of the night, it's also like one of the easiest things to abandon because I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I don't, right, I can't absolutely. do this right now. Yeah. But if it was like, if you came home and you were alone for like a half hour before anyone came home, that would be like a good time slot. But it's like, I don't have that time slot. Neither do you. Yeah. So it's kind of just like, where can I take that? It's just five minutes. Like, I take it when I can, but it's, that's the thing. It's, like, really hard to do daily. But daily challenges for yourself, just little ones, just little tiny things um, or something that, this isn't something I put into practice. It's something that I struggle with putting into practice, but I think could be advantageous. With that, um, I one thing that I've really gotten into um, is this idea... Ugh, I, I, w I wish I could remember the Latin, and I never have it on my phone, and I just have the English translation, is, in filth it will be found. So, 
I think it's been like two years, two to three years since this um, phrase entered my being um, or my like that I've known about it. Um, and it it's like, I think it's before, like Carl Jung, I think made it popular um, in his brand of psychology, but I think it was around before then as well. And I can't remember who it would be attributed to before him, but this notion of, this is where that really big challenge comes in of like doing the dirt. And so like in filth, it will be found is like, if you are going to find, if, if the it is you, like, like, and you're finding yourself and finding, um, what you can do to change and be a better person and blah, 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 blah. The only way to get there is to shovel through the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I've been continually trying to remind myself of. Like I said, I, like, that phrase just really, in the way that it was presented to me, um, in podcast form <laughs> through um, a very polarizing figure of Jordan Peterson um, it it really just stuck with me in a way that I think about it often enough and I'm just like man yeah like there's no there's no other way around it like I mean there's other phrases that people use that are similar just like oh nothing good comes easy or like um, things like that and it's very true like th- this notion of doing the work and being faced with that isn't something you necessarily want to be faced with every day mm-hmm. um, but it's something that for me is like a challenge to myself is like an affront to myself of being like if you're too comfortable I mean this is another way that I used to phrase it is like being too comfortable is you know like the enemy of growth like um, that you need to be uncomfortable that's what a challenge can be is discomfort so I find that that is kind of scaling back a little bit from infilth it will be found because I think the infilth it will be found thing is way more deliberate um, of like you need to go and really search in yourself and pull out all the the weeds and the whatever and the disgusting stuff pull it out get it out of there but you need to figure out what those things are you need to admit that to yourself and then yeah and and to me that's like a life thing but it's very much um applicable i guess to just me as a person and and when i think about me as an artist sometimes they're like different things i'm like oh if i want to think about challenging myself as an artist i just mean like doing a drawing a day or it's like but some of the things as an artist that I want to do with are very conceptual. Um, and we've both talked about on the podcast before that, like, some of what we do is, like, face our demons in the studio. Mm-hmm. And so that is kind of, like, using art to, to do some of that digging is, like, this really useful tool. Um, and like I was trying to say, like, scaling it back to that, that, that term of discomfort. I just need a segue away from, not a segue, I need a... Interrupt myself for a second. I just need to pull a shitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if no if people don't know that term, everybody knows what that means. Yeah, maybe on the prairies. If you pull a U E, everyone knows that, what that means. Yeah, but a U E U turn. Where's the? I'm glad you. Yeah. <laughs> Some because I mean like. <laughs> just fucking whip a shitter. Yeah. So it's like, you just need to pull a shitter. It's like what? You need to shit your pants? That's the kind of discomfort you're talking about? You just need... <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, there might be a language barrier with some folks, or they're not used to the prairies idiom. You need to get back on the correct route. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I should figure out... I should go back to what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> I have been <laughs> realizing more the past couple of years that certain phrases or certain... Um, 
words hit me differently than than other ones, even though they're the same concept. It's the same idea, but just the way that someone says it one way really clicks. And it's just something I've just noticed more in the past couple of years. Um, anyway, back to the thing about discomfort. That's just an idea and a notion that I have, like, been aware of and thought about for a long time. Um, of just like, yeah, you need to make yourself uncomfortable in order to grow as a person or grow as an artist, be faced with new ideas, like talking to people that don't share your views, but being open to hearing what they have to say. I'm not very good at that. Nope. Nope. Um, but then in other ways that are a little lighter is like things like media. So for me, generally the books I read don't make me that uncomfortable, like not in a way. That is one of the ways I challenge myself in my daily life and artistic life is through what I read. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I'm glad you'll get into that soon. Yeah, sure. But but yeah, like I am... Um, generally, the things I read don't make me that uncomfortable or challenge me that much. <coughs> you need better books. Well, no, the books... Uh, not now. I'm just saying they don't like... I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm reading for enjoyment, I'm reading to learn, I'm reading to, to sometimes challenge myself with different things, but it's never like, oh, that just makes my stomach twist. It's not as visceral. So for me, a movie, cha- like, I can pick and choose, like, this movie is going to be challenging for me, because it's a horror movie, or it deals with a subject matter that makes me uncomfortable, or, I mean, like, some to some degree, um, uh, I can't remember if it's Leather Bar Interior or Interior Leather Bar. Um, with James Franco, you remember? Right, I forget. Yeah, uh, but that film challenges me in a way and makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Does but it make you question your sexuality? No. Oh. Not at all. Okay. No, it's just it's just like not something that I would watch for enjoyment. I, I mean, thought that was a fucking fantastic movie. I, I, I think loved so. it. I thought it's high up there on my list. It's great. It had me thinking. I'm. Mm, no spoilers today. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> well, who are you? <laughs> it just—I knew there was something. Yeah. Fishy. Well, I was about it. to say that I don't want it for enjoyment, but that's not like I meant. Like some of the scenes in there are not things that I would be like that are arousing to me, or that would I would find enjoyable. And if someone looks up this movie, you'll no. kind of understand a little bit. Depends how you look at it. Well, I'm talking about me. Yeah. I'm talking about just strictly me. And, and, but I'm saying, but the film in general, yes. I could find enjoyment in the conceptual nature of it, but there's other things that are going to challenge me, and that's kind of the purpose of the film. But, um, but yeah, I find with movies, they're much more visceral, and I can, like, and I know that I'm challenging myself, and I know that, like, this is going to be, uh, it's going to make me, like, feel weird and stuff. Um, sometimes podcasts do that, too. Like, Sword and Scale, True Crime. I remember when you and I first started dating whoa and you were listening to a true crime podcast i don't know which one it was probably and a lot of them were about like children and yep, like that's the one children that things happen to them or they do things to people like all different and you would just get so anxious and like man like hello that's me being you <laughs> <laughs> okay and what I, yeah fuck anyway off the rails randy no, but that's, well, yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, that's a, whatever. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it made me start thinking because it made Your me really... might kill me. It, it, yeah, well, it made me really uncomfortable without that context. Sometimes those episodes really just like, oh, man. Because before, 
you were in the picture and there was any notion of kids and family, it was like, man, that's messed up. Like, that kid is, he, like, there's something broken in his brain and he that killed his parents. That kid is a whole ass mood and then it got real. Then it was like, oh, fuck, these kids are going to come after me and, like, I'm going to wake up with them at the end of my bed with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> See, every once in a while. I was it, always wondering why you always put a knob on my bedroom door with a lock on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get friggin'. Anyway. Um, yeah. I forgot the name of the movie. We need to talk about Kevin. Um, Love that movie. Yeah. Uh, but and that's a challenging, that's a somewhat challenging movie as well. And it, it makes you think about different things. And That, yeah, that makes me, yeah. my stomach turn in some. Yeah. Ugh. See, and the thing is, those are those visceral ones that I'm like, I don't like those ones, but sometimes they're needed. Yes. But it's more about the general concept, like my favorite movies, and, and it seems to be some of yours too, mm-hmm. are like, Thriller, suspense, I want this to challenge me in some way. Yes. Like, there's so many of them. And I forget the name of the other one I was thinking of right now. Of just like, um, the one with Samuel Jackson and the terrorist kind of situation. and uh, Unthinkable. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what would you do? How far would you go? And like, you know. Man, that one was fucked up. Yeah. So for me, like I said, books aren't really, they're not the same thing for me. Maybe because it's. It's a longer format, or because they just pack a different punch. But a movie, like like you said, that can really just be like, oh man, like, and then I want to talk about it right away, and I want to explore that idea. And a book is such a longer thing, but also I just I don't know. There's not many books where I'm like, I mean, a lot of movies are, you know, der- derived from from books. But I remember a lot of the Black Mirror episodes you'd want to talk about after yeah. in detail. Yeah, yeah, Black Mirror is a great example of of media that will challenge you or specifically a TV show that will challenge you. And I think that's important again for just growth, but also, I mean, as an artist and getting ideas and thinking Mm -hmm. about the world around you and thinking about humans and psychology, human behavior and interactions and all that stuff. That's my favorite shit. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me the podcast I was just listening to. um, Sounded like you were hinting. To me, the podcast you were listening to. Well, I don't know what part you heard, but... I heard the part where it's like, and you can't stop when you're angry, and you just react in anger, but you don't know what you're saying, because you're... And I'm like... I didn't even hear that part. lady. Like... <laughs> no, she was talking about poker, and like... So, what I was going to get to, though, I didn't even I didn't even know that part was in there. I tuned that out. It's funny that you <laughs> threw on the slipper and <laughs> ran out the door Cinderella. <laughs> um, anyway <laughs> no but she was talking about poker and the whole episode was just her talking about her book that she had written but like it was just this part that where she was saying like at the very beginning that she got a doc she she wanted to be a writer but she got a doctorate in psychology because she was like i want to be a writer and i was like oh it clicked because i was like i always wondered why jordan name drop jordan um my man why he got a psychology degree he did yeah yeah, but he it, he took creative writing classes, but he's got the psychology degree. But it's not like he was using that to, I want to be a counselor, or I want to be, like, uh, what's that field? Like, that field of when you help, like, social working or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what's that field? Um, that oh, The football one? I didn't know what the fuck <laughs> you were asking. Um so what, these people just get psychology degrees to understand the fucked up mind to write about it? See, but that's what I was saying. Like, I think that's a great thing for any artist, is understanding the human condition. Well, any artist that wants to 
talk about either themselves or other humans or analyze or reflect the world around them explicitly because yeah. I think everyone does it implicitly where you like mm -hmm. you're taking all the stuff in even if you're not trying to See, I don't need a psychology degree I live in my own mind 24-7 yeah you got up. a master you got a doctorate oh yeah fuck well, but that's part of it, I think, is analyzing yourself. Mm. That is part of the thing, is, like, challenging yourself, analyzing yourself. Um, and, and some of that can be, for some people, very, like, a daily practice of, like, meditation or writing or whatever. But um, a lot of my art has to do with my interpretation of myself in that moment through abstract painting and uh, emotional states and whatever. And I've played around with other ideas in the past that were not as close to the chest, um, that we're talking about other other things like like consent and and whatever, um, but most of my stuff somehow revolves around the human condition because it revolves around me um, because I'm the one expressing this thing about myself. So last thing, or do you got? No, nope, oh, we're good. You're Keep taking going. a breath. Okay, so last thing that is not as heavy, that is also something that I have been into the past um, couple years, or maybe just the past year. I had this realization that I'm like. Just prompts. Just, like, other challenges. Like, oh, we have an art challenge. And, like, or like there's, like, a Inktober. I don't really feel like doing it. It's every day. I don't play with ink anyway. But it'd be fun to do, so maybe I should do it. But, like, things that are just, like, um, like that book I got full of writing prompts. And I was like, this will help me write. It is, like, it's not all up to me. So, like, I was thinking about, like, I can just, like, do those things that other people were doing that I always, like, <sighs> what a dink. I always, like, made, like, secretly in my head was, like, why do you need, like, to do the challenge or whatever? Like, some of them were, like, really fun, so I didn't think that. But sometimes, it just, sometimes certain people and the way they presented it and whatever were just, like, doing these challenges but they never did anything else. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, That's art so challenges. Oh, like, okay. okay, so, like, Inktober is just, like, a lot of artists participate in just, like, every day of October you do an ink drawing and usually right. it's like spooky stuff or like mm -hmm. some of them are very specific like in, in instagram they'll have it on the story and they'll be like oh this is the one for day one day two day three um so things like that or like th this book that i, I got confused i understand challenges i know what challenges are i i don't understand what you're talking about how people present it Oh, I was just, like, I had a very negative view of these challenges overall because a lot of the people that I saw using them, I would say they're more crafty, fun, also, oh, man, I haven't, I feel like I haven't been a dink for so long on the podcast, like, really basic, so, like, the people that were doing them, there are certain type of people that I was seeing a lot, and it was like they were making no art outside of these fun challenges. Okay, got it. Yeah, and that's the thing for me, it's just, like, fun for fun's sake, eh. Like, and so for me, art is, like, art is fun, but it's not, like, I drew a happy face today, or, or like, I drew a, right. I don't know, I like looking at fun stuff, but when I think about, like, me as an artist, I'm like, that's not... It's not, it, the majority of it is not about fun. So, like, doing... I think it is. You, for me or for you? Or for anyone? For anyone. Well... Art the, is not serious. Art is not something that needs to be suit and tied. It doesn't need to be. It's... I'm just talking about for me. It's... Morocco... What are they? Morocco's? Morocco's. Yeah, Shaken. it's maracas and tutus. 
fun shit, man. Like it's... Yeah, but I mean, like I said, for me, it's pretty serious. That's the thing. I have fun while doing some of it sometimes. But to me, I mean, that's just like, it isn't about just fun and that's it. Like, I feel good when I, like, good feelings don't necessarily mean fun. Working hard sometimes gives you good feelings. Sometimes working hard isn't fun. It's like going to the gym or something, right? Like, that's not fun for some people. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, and you get a great reward from it, like, in so many different rewards, and you feel good. Mm-hmm. That's how, for me, art is sometimes. It's like, or the majority of the time, the way I see it is serious. This is, like, my life. It's not tutus and maracas. And... I, I don't know, man. This is me, though. I know. I know. I'm just saying, in 2021, maybe you should challenge yourself. To see the tutu side of it. To have more fun. And so. have more fun. And I have fun with absolutely everything I do artistically. Do I swear sometimes and get annoyed? <laughs> yeah. But it's not because it's not fun. I don't see it as a... I don't see it as a job, as work, as something serious, as... See, and I don't think of it as a job, but I think of it sometimes as work because I'm like when I when I think about working on myself, or like we're talking about like digging up personal stuff or whatever. That's work. That's not fun. But that's where the art comes in. That's why it's fun. Yeah, well, it I makes it just, easier. I I think it, that's just yeah. I don't know. I, I have a really hard time saying that is fun. It's good. It's I I would agree that it is good. To me, good and fun aren't synonymous. I guess. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't have, like, fun sometimes while I'm, like... But I can dig up the most dark parts of my being in such a fun way. But it's not like you're sitting there smiling while you're, like, throwing around, like, a canvas on the floor and crying and stuff. I've cried two times I don't even mean just you. I mean, like, I've done stuff (laughs) like that, and, like, that's not a fun place. Yes, it is. Okay, well, for me, it's not... That's, that's why I said in 2021 you should challenge yourself to be more fun. Well, I should do more coloring books. That's not a joke. Like, I've got some coloring books and I just never use them. Maybe that could be... See, that's not even fun for me either. That's, like, relaxing or meditative or something. So what's fun for you? Sometimes when I make art about art, it's really fun. When I'm not going in there with, like, an emotional thing that's, like... So is the podcast fun? Yeah, the podcast is hella fun. But it's not just fun. I thought we were talking about making art, not talking about art. Talking about art is super fun. I'm just trying to find your... I have lots of fun. I just don't think that it's like... like you said art making is always fun. Art is fun. And Art is a fun release of sad. See, and I think art can be fun. But not is, just like... Art is a fun release of sad. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just mean like for me, I can't... I can't be in, like, right. obviously I can have mixed emotions, Yeah, but, no, but I, those aren't one of them. Sad and fun, to me, don't go together. Sad is the uh, worst feeling in the world to me. It's the most wretched, vile, disgusting thing for me to feel. For me to feel. I can't yeah. have fun while feeling sad. You uh, would have offed yourself a long time ago if you had my feelings. Anyway. <laughs> See, and it's, like, it's not like saying, like, you can't have fun with the Holocaust, because, I mean, like, I, one of my favorite quotes is uh, humor is the knife in which you cut through the forest of despair. I find almost nothing off limits with humor. Like, I mean, obviously there's a time and a place there's timing, but I mean, a subject by itself 
It depends on the time no, okay. and place. Say, you get mad at my jokes all the time. Yeah, because they're not actually jokes and you're just being passive aggressive. That's different. I'm just saying, like, there's no subject that by itself that subject should be off. It's Absolutely like things not. are just, again, with my brand of humor, which is just vast and varied, and people that I surround myself with. You want to hear my favorite joke? Oh, jeez. I don't know. If we're going to have to censor things on the podcast for the first time. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, but to me, that's fun. I can take serious things and make them fun, but like you just can't take fun and make it fun. What? That doesn't. Got it. <laughs> you said sad and fun. Never mind. I can be self-deprecating about my own feelings too. Right. It's just like not is. It's definitely not as natural for me. Right. It's just not like, I don't know. It's it's, yeah. I don't know. We, we got stuck way off the rails here. Sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to... I like it. Yeah, that's all. I'm no, trying I, to I, Oh, well, that's so what nice. You? I like fun. You know that I like having fun. It's just not... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> really? I like you. When do I not... Like... I don't think you enjoy fun. I don't think... That doesn't make any sense. Wait, whoa, whoa. I don't think you have fun. I don't think you put yourself in a position to be like, this is fun. You are very much way up here with the serious. And... I don't think you're, like, a fun person. I don't think you're naturally, like, fun, like... I have so much fun with my boyfriend, John. He's so fun. But that's not a bad thing. I mean, obviously... No, it's not, though. That doesn't mean I'm not attracted to you. That doesn't mean it's not a it's not like a negative thing about you. It's just you as a person. I'm fucking loud and obnoxious. Not everyone likes that. Yeah, that's not fun. For me, it is. <laughs> See, but that's that's the thing. What <clears throat> I can be serious when I need to be. I know when I need to be serious and when I have to be serious. I don't go into my doctor fucking making dead baby jokes and shit. Well, I never do that anyway because that's not funny. But you know, like you know what I mean, like. I know what you're trying... I know what you're saying. You walk... You can walk through, like, Toys R Us and not touch one button. Because I'm there to get something. (laughs) That's what I'm... Yeah, I'm there for a purpose. That's the thing. If my purpose is fun, I will have fun. But I'm not... If if my purpose is to go get a thing and leave... Why can't you make fun out of that? Well, if I have all the time in the world, then sure. But if I need to go and do something else after, which is every single day... Then it's like, hey, we're here for a soccer ball. Let's get a soccer ball. Oh, do we have time to browse? Yes or no? Okay, we do have time to browse. Okay, let's browse, I guess. But if I'm not looking for it, it's just... Sometimes the task... Okay, so for me, the example I was going to use <laughs> was mountain biking. Okay. There's way more benefit than fun. Mm-hmm. It's also really freaking fun. I enjoy myself. I am super happy. There's sometimes where I almost just laugh for no reason. We, yeah. Part of that is the... Yeah, but I mean, that's... It's fun. Sometimes painting is just is just fun for me. Art about art. When I'm in that mode of like whatever, and I'm listening to a certain type of music, and it's it's like get me energetic and hype, and it's like happier. I can have fun. But just to be like the function. That's like that's like saying I don't have fun when I tickle the the baby. The baby is four. Yeah. Whatever. Still the baby. That's fun. That's really, that's all that is. That's pure joy. It's fun. That's, that's all that I'm doing in that moment because that's the, that's the function of that moment is fun. So I'm having fun. 
So I'm, I need to schedule my fun between 6 and <gasps> 6 7 p.m. Got well, it. We have lives to lead. You can't just leave every responsibility at the window because you're having too much fun. There's a balance, and my balance is different. It might be, it might be not, it's not 50-50. Right. I know that. It's more on this side of, wait, we need to think about what we have to do. Because if, for me, now we are so off. For me, I can't have fun if I'm thinking about all the other things that have to go on, all the other things that aren't done, all the, the, the things that I don't know about that we're supposed to have figured out. Like, I, I talked about this before, but, like, I can only be spontaneous if I'm super scheduled and planned. Because I know that I could be spontaneous without fucking up my whole day or week or life. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I know that I've got, like you said, schedule my fun. It's like, if, okay, Tuesday from 5 to 9, I'm not doing anything. I've got everything done. So if someone called me up and I was at home doing nothing, you'd be like, hell, yeah, because I know I've already thought about the week ahead and I know that I can do whatever I want. Got it. You... I don't know what that face means. Every party has a pooper, my friend. What? <laughs> Every party has a pooper. Oh. And this party pooper is named John. Cool. <laughs> it's actually, you're supposed to sing it, but I'm not singing it on the podcast. You're saying it's bad enough. <clears throat> it's... Uh, I don't even know how we got started on this. Uh, Maybe my challenge in 2021 is to take it just a little more seriously. But I don't think I'm off balance. Why'd you make that face? <laughs> if, I, don't, I don't know. I... If I'm 70-30, serious to fun, you were also 70-30, fun to serious. No. No, you're right, because it's not... You're right, because it's not about fun, but you're not thinking about the serious. So that's This a, is the thing. If we had to go to Toys R Us and get a soccer ball, I'm going to Toys R Us to get a fucking soccer ball, and I will click the buttons as I pass, because it's funny. Some of those things make the, like, it, I want to see what they all say. What does this toy do? Yeah, that's like being like, I have to go on the elevator to go to my counseling appointment, but right before I leave, I'm going to hit all the buttons before I walk off. <laughs> that's called annoying. <laughs> it's fun for you. I do that. <laughs> I get where I need to go. I get... And then screw everyone else over. Listen, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I think only like two people are allowed on an elevator at the same time anyway. You're so cute. So, I think I'm more like... I don't know, math. I think I'm more like 55, 45. 45. That's funny. I wholeheartedly disagree. If you think you're 45 serious. That's the thing. I don't, t- like, uh, I'm not a fun sucker. I get everything as an adult that I need to get done for the most part, unless I'm really depressed that day and I don't want to talk to anybody. Which isn't all the time, so shut your face. It's not all the time. I get my things done. And I laugh along the way. Except for the times you don't get your things done and you're la- because you're laughing. Or because you're crying. See, or you're, because yours, I'm is too, yours, yours is too complex. Because mine, I can say on one scale is fun and one scale is serious. 
But on yours, I can't. You're, there's, like, the serious part, and then there's the other part that it's not just fun that's taking away from the serious. That's not what it is. I don't think I take away from the serious. Okay, we don't take away from... I don't know how to... Exp- I think I'm a better... I'm a better ratio than you. That's why you stay with me. Nope. That's... <laughs> why do you stay with me so I don't burn the house down? What? <laughs> What? <laughs> no, like I said, I don't think your thing is like a, a fun, serious... It's, that's not it. Like, the stuff that's taken away from the series isn't because of the fun. Like you just said, you can have fun along the way. So whatever's taken away from the series isn't necessarily... It's not the fun. It's other stuff. Which we don't need to get into right now. I'm just funny. You are funny. In every way we could spin that. <laughs> so... I would like to know... About some of the ways you challenge yourself, and one of them that you said was um, the things you read. You I read things that make me uncomfortable, that yeah. push my limits, that... Listen, everyone struggles with mental health. Not everyone is diagnosed with a mental health like problem. So, there's not always a diagnosis to people's mental health. Yeah. It's just some people struggle a little bit more with the sads. Doesn't mean they're depressed, blah, blah, blah. So when I talk about mental health, I'm not talking about the person who's, like, manic-depressive or whatever. Anyway, everyone struggles with mental health. I really like to learn about these things. I really like to push myself with these things, especially when I am feeling a certain feeling more than the other. I like to learn about that feeling. So I went through a stressy and depressy episode, like a real bad one, for a little bit there. And I read that book that you got me. An unquiet mind. Oh, yeah. And it really pushed me to make me question, why am I feeling these feels? What do I do about them? This lady, it manifested in this way, and she figured it out with this, and this, and that, and whatever, and yada, yada, yada. That is how I push myself personally. Yeah. And to get off the serious stuff, this is really, (laughs) yikes, it's making my eyes burn. Oh, wow. Um, it's the incense. But, yeah. Something that I found I have been doing as of, I don't want to say the beginning of the year because that's only like just about three weeks. But the last couple months, I guess, something that I've been doing artistically is I am trying every day to learn just a little bit, whether it be about a new um, artistic, excuse me. The floor is mine right now. Yeah, I was letting you talk. <clears throat> Whether it be learning about a new style of art or an artist or a movie about whatever, I try to learn something <coughs> every single day. Do I always? No. But, but almost always, whether it be through conversation with you, even scrolling through, obviously, social media, I learn something new, and I just try to apply that to my things, and I think that's why I jump around in my styles so much. Cubism. I want to get back into. Oh, very I nice. told Bradley I'm going to do a portrait of him and his wife. Cubist. Yeah. So it could be of anybody. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Edith has these eyes. You can't mistake them, no matter how you put them. Anyway, <laughs> flirting with Brad's wife. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, so that's something that I've been doing purposely, I guess, and I have been reading 
more, which is nice again. As much as I want to, no. But man, I really need to, because not only is that something that challenges me, that is when I get my emo like the most inspiration. I think with anything is through my reading, and that sucks. <laughs> That I'm not reading as much as I should be. I don't have time. Well, we can need to make time. I, I don't... I, I There's no more time in a day for me. Well, no, everyone's got the same amount of time. I just mean, like, there's things that we could be doing less of so that you can have more time for that. Yeah. We meaning just you, but... And there's ways to shift things around a little bit. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. There's nothing I do excessively that's getting in the way of anything. My stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's just living for you. That's, that's just breathing. Man, I, yeah. So what we're doing the podcast, then it's sit-down comedy. I'm going to add a little drums in there. This is my slow clap. Yeah. I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> That's, yeah, I, there was something I was going to say, but oh. I felt like I had. I hope it was cool. Probably not. Yeah. I do challenge myself a lot. Good. Well, I'm going to say something, and if you think of it, we're still on the same topic. Sure. I just, when you were talking, it made me realize the podcast. When you were talking about, like... Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. This is, like, the biggest challenge for me. It just recently... I keep saying everything just recently. But, like, very, very recently became something that is not scary for me. We've been doing it for over half a year, and it's just now not scary to sit down with you and discuss things. Well... Anyway, Sure. No, that's (laughs) good. No, that's good. That's because that's not how I was going to take it, so that's cool. Oh, Um, my bad. (laughs) No, that's not... No, that's good. Um, I was going to say, because you were talking about learning things, like, and the podcast is how I've learned about certain things, either because you brought the topic, or right. you researched it, or because we thought of something together, and then right. we both had So I was do... trying to talk excluding the podcast. So obviously, I have to learn on a daily basis with the podcast. It's, you know, we choose something, typically, we're supposed to, with days in advance for us to research and blah 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 so i was excluding the podcast i tried to learn something outside of it but the podcast has been a huge learning curve huge challenge and i the fuck was i thinking when did we start this july i don't remember i don't know i don't know either 28 weeks ago i believe i know it was when we were in like lockdown like things were really? just starting to get serious yeah man i can't believe that yeah that's weird well i mean two months and it'll be a year yeah that's nuts you got any other ways to challenge yourself artistically just throwing myself in not being scared of nothing that's actually something i wrote down when i first talked about is just oh. like the thing i struggle with a lot is like just force yourself to do it uh-huh just, just do the thing. What's the worst that can happen? But I, but it's not. Here's an example. That takes work, and that work isn't fun. So That's... I sometimes choose the fun thing. 
Sometimes for me, choosing the fun thing in that moment is like, I'm going to make an abstract right now rather than sitting down and try to draw this portrait that I do want to do or learn oil paints or whatever. Because, like, there's this, there's this thing that, like, some people can just experiment with something and it's fun to experiment. Sometimes I can. But when it's, like, a new medium like that, like oil painting or, like, where there's a big learning That's curve. That's all suit and tie. So I don't want it to be, but it's just, like, really, I don't want to waste I, I'm th- that's the part of my brain that just like don't waste time don't waste materials don't waste money like I don't like doing research either that's why it's hard because it's not like I'm the person who's like let me I'm gonna look everything up and just sit down and watch because like, that would be a better way to be for me because then I could just be like oh I researched it now I'm confident to go into the thing it's like I, so, yeah. I need someone to sit down with me and show me that's the that's that's the easiest way for me to take for me to take instruction. So whether it be doing, like, car stuff or if it's something mechanical or if it's something art-related, it's like... Because then I can ask questions. I can't ask the video questions. If I don't understand something in the video or the, um, uh, whatever, reading material, like, I, what am I supposed to... I can't do anything if I don't understand it. I just have to be like, I don't get it. Let me try another one. Okay, there that didn't... so many videos me. and so many documents and reviews and Google is such a beautiful thing. If you don't understand that video, you watch another one. Yeah, you can keep trying and trying and trying, or if you know someone who's, like, an expert in that area. Like, I don't Google med stuff or whatever. Like, I just ask Vanesti. If it's, like, this thing hurts on me, like, what's going on with that? Or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, if I know someone who seems to be knowledgeable, then I can just, like, ask and ask and ask. Um... I don't remember why I was saying that. Oh, yeah, because of being intimidated to, like, it's not fun for me to, like, mm-hmm. like oil painting and, and freaking... Or just doing, like I said, just, uh, that's one of those things that I wrote down that I also have difficulty with, like, push yourself just to, just to go and do it. Because it's just like this... Uh, it's like this mountain to climb, and it's like, I'm not in the mood to climb that, <laughs> to climb that yeah. mountain. So... I need to find a way to get better at just, like, facing the challenge of this new thing or this hard thing and just doing it. I agree. That's not something I struggle with, so I don't know what to say about it. I just jump in head first. Dive in. You want to dive into what we're going to talk about next? Um, the reading glasses challenge. So, uh, reading glasses is a podcast hosted by two ladies that I forget the name of. Uh, I've only started listening to it recently, but it was suggested to me by a friend a while ago. I know we talked about it once in the podcast, but I don't remember what episode and why. And, um, they have a, um, challenge they do every year that has like five tasks to do and like five books to read. I forgot to write down the tasks, so I hope you have them. I got them. Okay. Yep. And uh, so we thought we would just talk a little bit about, hey, we, we're we going to do our best to try this challenge out. Um, so the challenge for 2021, I'm really behind in the podcast, by the way, but I skipped ahead to this, to the like episode from like two or three weeks ago um, that brought up the reading challenge. So... Um, yeah, uh, we want to start with the books to read or the tasks to do. We have to read five books. 
Yeah. One of them is by an Aboriginal author. One is a poetry collection, a library recommendation, a micro-history book, and a band book. Yes. Go. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you got? Do you want me to go? I've got them all written down. Uh, you, you can go for it. I think that... For once, yours answer is going to be longer than mine. So No, I don't. It. I talk oh. really fast. Okay. So I don't want to like say too much. Well, obviously, because I don't know too much because I didn't read these books yet. So Sorry, one second. One second. Yep. So we're presenting this to you, people, because one, Reading Glasses is a pretty cool podcast. Again, if you want to get more into reading or you're already into reading. like I didn't want to listen to it at first because I was like, I already really like reading. Why don't you listen to this trash mm-hmm. for? But it's actually got a lot of good solutions and answers and prompts and things with difficulties and, and just fun. It's really, it is really fun. And yeah. so I like listening to it sometimes. But also, so we want you to go on this journey with us because we are going to, at the end of the year, do a wrap-up on this and tell yes. you about the books we read and about that stuff. And that'll be like a whole hour, I think, on that. So when you said you don't want to tell people much, it's because, well, one, we don't have a lot to tell. Yeah. It's just like these are the things we're planning to do. And maybe they'll give I'm you some ideas. i tell them the books that I want to read and kind of quickly what they're about. Yeah. That is it. Okay, so we'll go back and forth. Sure. Let's start with the Aboriginal author. Sure. So you also got this book for me. It's called Split Tooth. Yeah. By Tanya something. Tagak or? Tagak. I'm butchering it. T-A-G-A-Q. Oh, okay. Um, So she's a native to none of it. She's a throat singer, musician, actress, writer, activist, blah, 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 blah. And when I looked up the book, it says the book defies genres. The author takes in a fork, fork, folk lore, personal journals, poetry, and tells a story of a young woman growing up in northern Canada during the 70s. So I'm very excited Good. to read it. You can go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So um, mine is a, a book by Thomas King. I actually haven't decided which book it will be. You're so I, unprepared. No. I have two books. They're both in the storage unit, and it might be which one ever I find first. Yeah. Or, or they should be in the same section. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so Thomas King is an author that was presented to me in university in my literary uses of mythology class, which is fun. it's a really fun class, yeah, and I fun. failed it twice. Because it wasn't fun. No, because I was distracted and I wasn't reading the books. And this is exactly why I can use this book as my thing. Because one of the books I was supposed to read was this book by Thomas King. And um, so he's a Aboriginal Canadian Do you think you need to go back to your professors? She'll give you the marks or he will give you the marks? Oh yeah, you know, ten years later or whatever. <laughs> um, I forgot the name of the book. Um, cool. Yeah, so... That is really cool. Um, oh no, what have I done? Uh, Green Grass Running Water, that's what it is. Um, Green Grass Running Water is the book that we were given in uh, that class, and I did not read it. And there's another one that I have, and I believe it's called Medicine River. So the, I know he's known for, sometimes he can be really serious, but a lot of it is more tongue-in-cheek um, and uh, satirical humor about the political landscape in, in Canada and how that relates to Aboriginal people, but specifically that book, Green Grass Running Water, has to do with a lot of the uh, mythology and trickster figures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also putting that in like a more contemporary landscape. That sounds fun. So, yeah, I think that's the one that I... Because I, I, I think Medicine River might be a little more serious. Um, but yeah, so that that's mine for the Aboriginal author. 
because I bought the book and never read it for class. Cool. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. Thanks. So we also have to read a poetry collection. Here's the thing, okay? I have a really hard time with poetry books and books with poems and because my automatic you'll understand the voice in a second <laughs> my automatic thing is going through my snapchat stories and seeing girls in their bubble bath with their candle and their poetry book open with a certain pa- like just oh, really? fucking oh. and I anyway so I've always steered clear of any kind of poetry book whatever because I'm like no it's that that's not appealing to me that's whatever anyway I love all those basic assholes <laughs> so you <laughs> you also purchased this book for me uh shame shame go away by Jess McCormack wow I was really curious as to what you were going to pick for this poetry book I didn't even think of that as poetry but that's perfect right no it totally is yeah I, I, yeah so anyway, she is an artist. She suffer- There's very little about her. She suffers from childhood trauma, and she basically takes her feelings, her whatever, puts it in poem form. Some of it's really, like, will be challenging to read some of it. Yeah. But she basically, like, beautifies this stigma around mental health and actual yeah. diagnoses and whatever. That's why I thought you'd like it. Yeah. I just didn't even think, like, no, it's, uh, I wasn't challenging, like, that's poetry. No, but I just wasn't even thinking about that book at all, because I just remember the visuals. Yeah, and I'm really excited about that, too, because yeah. it's, like, my kind of, like, man, yeah. that ugly art is my favorite. Kind of, like, I don't want to call it ugly art. It's not. It's beautiful in a very challenging way. It's not. Do you meant, know what I mean? It's not meant to be the traditional um, aesthetic of beauty. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, think it's it, wonderful. It is. And uh, yeah, that's the thing. I remember there. Now, now I'm thinking about it because I flipped through it. Like there's like some prose and like free verse yes. and like, yeah. Cool. Wow, yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited too. I'm really excited about both these books. Oh, good. Um, my poetry... <laughs> my poetry... I poem, don't really know. I don't really know. So this is... Poor this, fuck. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have way more options than you do on this. Yeah. But, but I've I got, don't... I've got that other one with... Something in her flowers. What is the fuck is it called? Oh, it's by like Ru- Rupee. Rupee Car Cower. The bread, milk, and honey one, or there's like a honey bread. Yeah, one. that that that's the book that everyone takes in the bubble bath yeah. with them. I think there's some cool stuff in there. But I bought it and I've opened it once. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Try to jump on that bandwagon. It <laughs> fell off. So I have a lot of poetry books that are collections of specific poets. Right. But some of them. I mean, that's the thing. It's like trying to do, like, it's almost like their whole life's work mm-hmm. or so many of their poems. They're, they're like these big books. And I'm like, I do not want to, like, I have bookmarks in them because beforehand I would be like having a tea or I would have a couple minutes in the morning I'd read a poem or two. And then I wouldn't read that same poet for maybe a week or two again. Right. And then, like, I don't want to sit there and read one person's poems. Like, no, it, unless it's a small collection. Yeah. But I don't have any that are small. They're all big you ass borrow ones. my. Bread, milk, and honey. Is that what it's called? Uh, it's something like that. I know honey's no, in there for bread, sure. milk, and honey is what we have in Lethbridge, I know, isn't it? I know. But so uh, it's very similar to that. Either I, way, uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't read no, that. No, I'm good. Um, okay. Well, because I, I, I had an idea while you were oh. talking, actually. Because downstairs, I have um, a book by Atticus, which is, he's kind of basic in a way. He, he really sometimes appeals 
to, I mean, you can go on his Instagram and look up Atticus Poetry. Or Atticus. A friend of mine just had a nephew last year or the year before. They named it Atticus. They named it Atticus. I like that name. Um, it's okay, I guess. I wonder what it means, because it's probably, like, from antiquity. I don't think they named it after the poet. Um, no, but I mean, like, I wonder the the, re- the original. Yeah, I don't know. Um, cool. Uh, Story, Randy. <laughs> anyway, it's downstairs, and there's a lot of photography and visuals with it, but it's one of these ones that I'm like, oh, man, I thought this was going to be better when I got it, because it's, like, some of it's very romantic and very, like, focused on muses of art, and... <laughs> And some of it is super basic, and I'm like, oh. And it would be the exact same stuff that you are talking about, like... Yeah. Yeah, with the wine glass on the ledge of the... Yes. And the... Yeah, so... You know, and they're so... What's that word? Seasoned and... Fuck off. I just... No. You mean someone just trying to look learned and, yeah, present a certain thing. So I don't know if that's the one I'll do, because that one will be much more, um, it's, it's, it's still not really small, but there's a lot of, like, I can go through it differently, because it's like, oh, there's just, like, one, they're very short, and they're not heavy. Right. So it's like, to me, Oh, I'm so nervous and excited. (laughs) Yeah. I think I might start with that one. So. I don't know. Sorry, go. That's okay. You, You go. The next one. Next one? Yeah. Sorry. So, library recommendation. Yes. So, you sent me to the Lethbridge Library because you said they had recommendations up. There was nothing that caught my eye. Okay. So, I just Googled library um, book recommendations. Okay. I ended up in the Public Library of Toronto, and it was, like, recommended by the people that work there. Okay. Why are you doing that? Does it have to be... Library? Yeah. Why? So here's the thing. Here's the thing with the, the, the reading... Are you ma- you're making your own no, rules. No, 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 no. I was going to say, here's the thing with the reading glasses challenge that I didn't think we were going to get to this point until we got to one of the other ones that you want to talk about, but it's pretty flexible, but there's some things that they're very specific about because they're like, we want you to support local, we want you to, like, whatever. Gross. So, like, I don't think it's gross. Okay, so my brother but, went to university in Toronto, so... Whew, I don't think it's... Blue Jays. It's not like you're not going to do the... Like, yeah. it, it easily could be on the their list next week, or two weeks ago it could have been on there. It's know. not a big deal. I'm just saying that I stuck to ours because that was kind of like the thing. Well, I wasn't part of this, so I am excluded from that. I am an exception. Okay, <laughs> Toronto. Okay, there is a book called Down City, A Daughter's Story of Love, Memory, and Murder. Whoa. It is a memoir and, how do you say it? Reportage. Reportage. I don't know what that is. It's like. You were um, challenging me right now. There'll be like, she takes newspaper clippings and like articles and she interviews. I'll, let me explain the book first. Okay. Okay. So it's this girl. Her name is, I didn't write it down, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. What the fuck's her name? Something... Anyway, I don't know. And she tells the story of growing up in East Texas. Um, her parent, her mom was a photographer and like a free spirit, blah, blah, blah. Both parents um, struggled with substance abuse. Mm. Um, her mom was killed by the mafia. Her dad died of a drug overdose in a flop house wow. or whatever. So she is telling the story as well as interviewing her mother's killer's son and like wow. re- reporters who worked on the cases. And I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that one for me. Wow. And I think that's going to be lots of fun. Are you going to 
listen to or read with your ears on this one? I think I'm going to need to read this one with my eyes. Okay, so we need to find it. Yes. Okay. That's going to be the challenging part because I can't use my Libby with their public library. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I have to find the physical book. Okay. Well, good to know. You should text me that and I'll keep my eyes peeled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So mine is... um, I didn't find anything on our library that jumped out to me either, Lethbridge one. There was like 20 to 30 books on there. And I was yeah. like, nothing jumped out. If I really started reading them, like reading the synopsis or, or whatever, mm-hmm. the blurbs, then maybe something would have. Except they have a book that you bought me, mm-hmm. which is, was it, If It Bleeds? Yeah. Uh, by Stephen King, which is his most recent um, collection of short stories, novellas. Now you have them all. Now I have them all. That's and that is the newest one. Uh, I was trying to read them in chronological order, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to just read all of them right now just so I can get to that one. So yeah. I'm just going to skip ahead, read that one, um, and there there I am. That's that one for me. Cool. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Something I wanted to read I anyway. I didn't see any that looked even... Maybe I'll try again, but there as was of a, right now... Well, that that's thing sounds sick, so I don't think you should change it. I know. It. I'm really excited. Bend even the rules if I, a little bit. What? Bend the rules a little bit. Yeah. Rules are meant to be broken. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like promises. Um, so we're also... Promises are meant to be broken sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the floor is mine. Uh, you, you're right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get <laughs> that inscribed into your ring. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on, on, your, on, your, on, on your engagement ring. That's what it's going to have. Etched into there. Promises are meant to be broken sometimes. <laughs> that's fucking funny. That's probably that's funnier than what I said. I know. That's good. <laughs> Too bad I don't believe in marriage. So, micro history book. Yeah. Which I didn't even know what the fuck that meant. Me then when you explained it, it made total and complete fucking sense. Yeah, I, it's I, literally I, within the name. I need to say I didn't know either. I just want to make that clear, because I explained it to you, but yeah. I had to get someone else to explain it to me. Yeah. So. Um, I had no idea. So basically, it's just a book in the history of one thing. Like, like a very specific... Yes. Yeah. So, mine, I already started reading, is called Mediocre, The Dangerous Legacy of White Male America. Get this. So, after... The Black Lives Matter protests and stuff. I was like, man, I'm really uneducated. I need to buy, like, books, and I need to expand my horizons in this area, yada, yada, yada. One of the books I purchased was actually recommended by the girl off of Mostly Lit, the podcast I was listening to. Yeah. And it's a book called So You Want to Talk About Race, and basically it's a black woman explaining why it's really hard to talk to white people about race. And she wrote this book. And it was... Here's another thing. I was reading reviews and everyone was like, oh, it's so racist. Could you imagine if, like, a white person wrote this and it was, like, the legacy of black male America? And I was like, that's been written. It's in fucking textbooks. Like, th- th- you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, I didn't even know it was a black lady, at, like, when I first started reading it. Because it's not like she was like, oh, all white people are shit and us black are... No, like, she is talking as just, like, a female in America and how... The white male, cool, how the white male 
their mediocre job is better than female and people of color's above average job. Yeah. And basically it just it is explaining like giving the white man power and they're born into believing they have a powerful role because they're white and male. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what that's about. I get really fucking heated. Yeah. As soon as people are like, oh, that's so right. No, it's fucking not. It's not fucking racist. You're dumb. You're the dumbest person. <laughs> You're the most racist person I've ever heard speak. Well, ugh, you dummy. I had a moment the other day, not to go off the rails even more, where I just realized, like, man, I get so angry at people's stupidity that I sound stupid because I don't even know how to articulate why they're so stupid because it should be obvious. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw a bump, like a not a bumper sticker, a deco on a, on a tr- truck window at where else Walmart that, that said uh, it had the Canadian flag as the background, and on top of it it said uh, "fit in or fuck off." And I was yeah, like, yeah, that's what Canada really represents. That's. Do you know what's really cool? What? And my dad got rid of it. Thank God, he had a deco that said, "because uh, he works like in the oil and gas kind of." Yeah, and it was. Just, don't blame me, I didn't vote NDP or something. And I was, that's so trashy. <laughs> like, yeah. Eh. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, indeed. <laughs> we, got, we got some big news on the oil front, by the way. Did you hear? No. Really quick. Um, Biden, like, the, 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 the XL pipeline. Yeah. He, t- he, it, he cut the contract or whatever. I don't remember what the wordage is. Does, does that surprise anybody? No. But no. It, but 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 Kenny gambled on Trump still being in again. So he invested billions of dollars into okay, this taxpayer money. Okay, but Jason money. Kenny can eat a bag of farts, and <laughs> he is the most ridiculous fucking human, and he yeah. is just a cowardice bitch. I I'm, fucking hate that man. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's... <sighs> we were talking all about it today while I was subbing, and it was like in every class we had to talk about it because every class was different, and yeah. it's really relevant to a lot of the folks in Alberta. And but that that yeah. was the, that was the one point he was pointing out. It was like, yeah, he gambled. He knew that this might happen, and yet he used billions of tax dollar or, or taxpayer dollars to to gamble in the pipeline that now isn't going to be allowed. Anyway, off the rails politically for the second time. That's, that's, that's so not funny. bad. Twice in six months. That's not bad. Okay. Um, Twice in six months what? That we went political on here. Yeah, but they're getting, like, they're close together. Yeah, let's let's not do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my microhistory, so I had to get someone to explain microhistory to me. Um, and it was Alex, who was the person who introduced me to reading glasses in the first place. And really right. was like, you should read. Is he doing it? Here. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so... I was like, oh, like I don't know. I, and then I was like, man, I have a book that my mom gave me on the history of Chile, and I was like, does that oh, count? Yeah. And then he was like, no, that's a whole country that doesn't count. And I was like, oh, I guess because it's the thing. It's like the whole country. Yeah, like, I guess. History of a country. I was like, like, mine's about the country, but mine's white man in. Well, yeah, it's very yeah. specific. Yes, I, I, feel. I get it. Um, so I looked at a list online of like. I have a question. Yeah. Why didn't you think my first option was? I thought my first option was dope. I don't remember. Like, addresses and how they started and how they, like, when they... Uh, I'm speaking. Yeah. And when they started, how they represented, like, your status. And I thought that was fucking dope. Who doesn't want to learn about addresses? Do you know how fucking cool I would look walking into a room and being like, let me tell you something? (laughs) 
So did you want me to answer your question? <laughs> nope, I just did. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I anyway. thought it was co- I thought it was cool. I just was really surprised you'd want to. I wouldn't read a whole book on it. That's like a five minute podcast or something. Like I w- or like a five page read. I wouldn't want to. Or no, I could be a half hour podcast, but or an hour podcast. I wouldn't invest hours reading it though. That was just for me. But that fits completely into a micro history. It's just like I was surprised that you'd want to read. That sounded really. It sounded like a boring read if it was long. That's all. So I looked at this list of t- top 50. Sorry. That's okay. Of like top 50 um, micro histories. Hey, me too. And one of them was on the bicycle. And I was like, hell yeah, the bicycle. That's cute. But then I was in the studio while I was looking at this list. It all up. And I realized I have a freaking micro history sitting right there. And it's called, um, I forget. Um, it is called The Secret Lives of Color. Um, because I was looking at this list of microhistories, and it had it brought one up of color, and, like, I was like, wait, I have one that's, like, yeah. Um, Do you think that's specific, though? Yes. It talks about, like, it, the pigments and how they started and what they meant. That sounds like it. a lot. It is a lot. Of different things. No, it's, the, no, it's not. It's a whole rainbow. Wow. Anyway, it's a bigger book. I already started a studio book, so I don't really want to switch it, so that'll be the second one I get through this year, but I, it might take me a while. I don't know. We'll see. But that's mine. The Secret Lives of Color, and it, it's... I, I'm excited to do it, because I feel like, oh, man, while I'm doing these colors, I might go through phases where they inform my yeah. painting. Yeah. Last book. All right. So, I didn't know that this was a thing. That blows my mind. <sighs> It's just fucking bizarre because like the challenged and banned books that I okay I didn't we have we have to read a banned book yeah for one when you first brought it to my attention I thought you meant like a band you know like <laughs> I'm glad you heard the sound effects because they can't see you yeah. playing air guitar <laughs> and I was like the fuck that, that that's uh, okay <laughs> anyway so we have to read a banned book I didn't know books could be banned. I didn't know that was a thing. But then, I mean, it's kind of obvious it has to be a thing because some things are not meant to be on shelves. And then I was looking it up, these banned and, like, challenged books or whatever, yeah. and so many of them were, like, the reading curriculum in high school. Yeah. Like, so many of them. So, anyway, I have no idea what I'm going to read. I There was one called... Return to Peyton or Peyton something. Peyton Place. Peyton Place. Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to read that because it sounded pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> we might be reading the same one then. We're trying to find it. Oh, really? Yeah, I told oh. you about it. Because um, oh. it was like, yeah, I won't tell them about it right now because uh, it'll take too long and I'd have to turn on. Then the there is another one. I have these written down at work. I forgot to bring my notes because, you know, too much fun was happening. Uh, there's another one. And it talks about overthrowing the government, basically. Do you know? Mm. Do you know? I don't know what you're talking about. And it was during like World War Two times, and a lady wrote it. Mm. Maybe a lady could be a man, could be neither. So I'll have to look it up and yeah. let you know. I well, forget. this is one of those ones that's really flexible. Because it could be... So what I did 
was I looked up what books were banned in Canada. Right. And there's a little list of only like seven or eight books or something on yeah. Wiki, and they're not banned anymore. But like that, and that's another thing I was like having trouble with, is some were banned for a while. So yeah. Some are only banned from school like exactly so i was having a really hard time there's one that's only banned from one specific library in ontario <laughs> but i mean like that counts because it was banned exactly so there's yeah. a lot of flexibility um so that's what i'm struggling with so that'll be my last book so peyton place uh, that'd be maybe we could read it together or something or read it. i don't know how big it is i haven't found it yet it didn't look very big 223 pages or 228 mm. but with our track record of reading to each other well <laughs> If you didn't spend so much time doing other things. Yeah, I should really quit doing all the chores and stuff. That's gotta, Yo. That's got to stop. <laughs> you better take that back right now. Um, Cinderella. Uh, <laughs> Peyton Place sounds really sick. Uh, I'm, I, yeah, I, like I said, I wish I could just bring it up on my phone right now. Because uh, the synopsis sounded cool. But the other one, which is... There's one more. You might know what it's called. It's up your alley. Something, someone's pleasure or something. I, and it's about prostitution. And oh. Yeah. So, and that one sounded super interesting because I feel like it kind of fell in the micro history book as well a little bit. Yeah. So, I need to figure out. I have it written down at work as well. See, I didn't see that on the Canadian list or whatever one that I looked at. No, it was banned in the U.S. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds cool. I mean, Mein Kampf is on that list <laughs> um, for the Canada one. Um, but the other one, I just forgot the name of, again, Lolita. So Right. See, um, that's the one you brought up to me, because you own that one. Yeah, I brought a Peyton Place to you, too, and I read you the thing that was like, I'm going to find it and read it, because we've already brought it up. But yeah, Lolita is a classic book, um, and uh, I already own it, and I have not read it yet, so that would be an easy one to do, because Peyton Place, I have not found yet, and I've looked at our local used bookstores, and if I... You know, I don't necessarily... Yes, yeah. I'd like to buy it no matter what. I would like to read it. So, um, yeah. I think there's somewhere online. There has to be. There's always. Yeah. So this is what it says about uh, about Peyton Place. Uh, the novel describes how three women are forced to come to terms with their identity, both as women and as sexual beings, in a small, conservative, gossipy New England town with reoccurring themes of hypocrisy, social inequities, and class privilege in a tale that includes incest, abortion, adultery, lust, and murder. Oh, yeah, right. You did. Yeah. So... That one is, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was going to say, other than the incest, that just sounds like Lethbridge. But, I mean, <laughs> that might fit in there, too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. Um, okay, so that take us to book tasks. So, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay, so one of them is figuring out your wheelhouse. I feel like I already kind of know... See, I thought I did, and then it was kind of clarified for me, and I was like, oh, man, if my wheelhouse is supposed to be very specific, the way it ended up being described to me was that, because I was all like, oh, yeah, I know what I like to read, but then someone was like, not someone, Alex, said like, okay, but it should be like, if someone describes the book to you and you don't get to look at it yourself, if it's just like, oh, it's this kind of genre, then you just want to read it right away. Yeah, I know what mine is. And I don't think I have one, because I'm always like, yeah, but what if... Because you're not fun. You just don't jump in. You don't dove in. <laughs> you're okay. Anyway, attend a virtual book event is another one. So, I know you mentioned there's like tons of them online and stuff, but I'm like, oh, that's going to be a tough one for me uh, because I'm like, I don't, it's not something that I naturally want to do. Yeah. 
Uh, but I I think I'll try through McNally Robinson, this bookstore in Saskatoon. It's all about challenging ourselves. That's right. Review a local bookstore or boost um, a local bookstore. Which Shout out be, Big John's. Exactly. That'll be easy. We just did it now. Complete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> review a book by a, an author that is a person of color. That'll um, probably be the one that I'm reading. See, and that's the thing. That was like a twofer for me because yeah. like Aboriginal people are people of color. Yeah. Um, Thomas King. So I always review the books that I. Oh read. man, two of mine or three of mine are. So. Yeah. So you there you go. So your yours is less yours isn't cheating at all because you're reading yeah but mine's kind of the, who knows what else I'll read this year it might be some other person that's not Thomas King um, oh if I read that pimp book that you got me pimp by Iceberg Slim I could review that uh, and then the fifth one is get rid of a book <sighs> so that's that's the other task and uh, I have a book about Elvis Presley I want to get rid of oh, okay how do you know how you're gonna get rid of it book library like those little libraries yeah little, I'm not just little... giving it to someone nobody likes. Him that much. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's what I think I'm gonna do too. Is just uh, the thing is like, I don't want. I, I don't think it like to me. It doesn't count to like buy a book and give it to someone as a gift. Mm-hmm. Like so, I mean, if I were to give away a book that I already own, I think that fits. See, that's the thing. You have duplicates. Yes. I do not. So this was a very hard decision for yeah. me. I was sitting on the edge of the bed, looking at all my books, going, "Oh man, I don't want to." Like that book was boring as fuck, but I don't want to get rid of it. Like yeah. It looks good in my bookshelf. See, and I don't know which book it's going to be for me yet, because I buy some books strictly just to give away. That's so fucking weird. Well, I mean, some of them are just really, really great books, so... Then yeah. I just tell them, hey, you should really check out this book. Yeah. I'm not going to spend my money and give it to someone who potentially won't even open it. Yeah, that's a gamble. Um, so I might do that, or I might do the same thing and go to, like, one of the little Lethbridge libraries and give a book, take a book thing. So That's what I'm doing. Yeah, so there we are. There's the Reading Glasses Challenge for 2021. And uh, like I said, I think we'll just keep track of our stuff and just kind of have a podcast episode at the end of the year somewhere in there and just uh, kind of go through it. I think it would be really fun. And um, now that I talked about it, I feel like it gives me the drive to actually do it. Yeah. (laughs) Accountability. Yes. So now next year, we're going to be sitting here and we got to we got to tell the people. But here's a problem. Yeah? I can forget a book as soon as I close it, sometimes. So, I will be taking some notes, I guess. I was going to say, as soon as you're done, yeah, you could just put it in a... Or, uh, you know, type it in the uh, art ballad um, yeah. in the Dropbox there. Man, I'll do that so too. bad. Fuck. That, that was the first thing I thought of when you brought it up to me. I was like... I'm not going to remember that. I'm not going to remember. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Ugh. It's so weird. Finish a book. Oh, what was it about? I have no idea. Not a clue. <laughs> but, you know, that's this beautiful thing of that is a time where you were truly living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to remember that moment for it to actually be of use to you. Because yeah. what was useful was that decompression and that, uh, what's that word? <sighs> um, like, being in the now. There's a word for, I can't think of it. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, like like meditation and stuff. It's just like... That's that's what it did for you. Yeah. So it's super useful. It sucks that you can't remember it, but at the same time, that's not part of the benefit necessarily. Yes, sir. Mindfulness. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of wraps things up. Peace out. Oh, peace out to, to you. <laughs> <laughs>